Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Sam, host of Open World, formerly known as Against the Grain, and we are coming live Friday night. You're going to have to forgive me, huh? Super tired tonight. My goodness, been a lot of good things happening on this end. A lot of stagnant energy is starting to kind of settle its way in and actively fighting against it because there's a lot of really cool, awesome things that are just manifesting. And um, yeah, don't want that. Don't want that to be an issue, but it's just working through it, I guess. Quick of uh, quickie housekeeping things. We are going to be working currently on live video for our radio station. Um, our goal is to try and have it released sooner than later. I apologize. I do not have any updates as for a timeline or any of that right now. However, do know that is underway. It is on the way. It is in progress. We're also looking for more radio show hosts. Um, if anybody out there is seeing live right now and you want to come hang out with an incredible team of people who um, work together really well, who also work as, you know, individuals, they're very headstrong and soul strong people, and they are looking to pave ground and pave way while also working with a team of people um, who are also on the mission to get the information out there and talk with people, network with people, and make things available for other people, make information available for other people, make discussion available for other people. You can hit us us up on freedomizerradio.com, and we are going to be working on the back end to get a lot more things done on the website with a lot more features for you guys. Um, Stay tuned with that because, like I said, things are shifting very quickly. Things are shifting... um, well, um, okay, so we want to have Pixie call in today because he would like to hang out with us on the show as he has got some updates. Uh, okay, let's see. Mm-hmm. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. Okay, I'm going to try and give him a ring and I'll be right back. Give me about two minutes here, guys. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. 
and we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints, but they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the Word. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Okay, guys, we're back. Quickie commercial break. I'm going to try and call him again, and we're going to see if we can figure this out. Do you saying that it's not a valid number? Why are you telling me it's not valid? I literally... We're sorry. Because you're stupid, and you didn't write number. You know... You know, this is how I know that I am really, really tired today because I completely just typed in the number backwards. And I went to the wrong house today. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you Oh, don't tell me that silly nonsense. I want the number. Don't be like this. Okay, let's go. We're going to try this one more time. I'm not going to mess this up. Doot, doot, doot. Doot, doot, doot. Come on, man. We're sorry. You have reached a number. It's not working. Don't know why it's telling me that, but I don't know. He's going to have to call in himself because I can't. It's not dialing him. Man. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it is what it is. My computer is running slower than the last is in January. Hold on here. One more second, you guys. We're going to try one more time. I don't know what the deal is today. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been... Weird. 
Very weird. I don't know. Well, we're just going to get right into the show until he can figure it out because I do not have access to his phone. So let's head over. Um, I don't think I can call him through. I find that's called. Oh man, problems. Gotta love tech problems. Yep. He's gonna try and call him. Number is 219-527-6208. You know what's funny about that, guys? I had that number memorized from, like, years ago when I was with the Miser. <sighs> I am so tired today. But it's a good thing, though. It's a, it's a good tired. I am having a really good time. This last little while with things. <laughs> so here's a funny story. I gotta tell you guys really quick. So I'm I'm hosting a local farmers market, right? And I emailed this guy who has honey emailed me and uh told me they have infused honey that they would like to bring to the market. And I emailed back and I was like, Hey, just letting you know we do have another honey vendor there they just sell on pasteurized but it's not flavor infused i said like you know ah hold on here Why does things have to be like this? You know what, you guys just internet link. We're going to try a different method here. I'm going to finish telling you my story here in a second. Try a different method. We're going to figure this out one way or another. Send the invitation. Okay, so back to my story. Uh, Infused Honey Guy wants to come join the market, right? I send an email back. Hey, we already have a Marnie Hark market vendor, but if you got infused honeys, letting you know this market vendor has pasteurized honey. And they're like, yeah, our focus isn't really so much on the unpasteurized it's more so on the infused. And they're like, would they have a problem with me being at the market? <laughs> I'm going to shoot Buddy an email back right away. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't got a problem with that. I'm not part. I'm the vendor. But, you know, it's perfectly fine. So I'm not overly competitive, to be entirely honest. Well, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I am highly competitive when it comes to bettering myself 
and bettering the projects that I'm in. I just need that slight kick in the ass in order to be able to make it happen. But, oh, there we go. But regardless, it's just like that kind of made me chuckle. Hey, Sam. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. We figured it out. <laughs> Beautiful. I. That is so weird. Like, I... You know I spent extra money this month to be able to call your, like, cell phone directly, right? That's the part that's got me messed up, because you literally spend extra money to be able to call me, but when you don't spend that extra money, for some reason, I can call you through the Blogtop platform, and there's no issues. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I just chalk it all up to, you know, the universe just doesn't want us talking especially like in public <laughs> well, the universe can kiss my ass today it's happening one well, way or another <laughs> mine too <laughs> and and you and i have seen on the cell phone like over like a direct communication line you know um yeah and the thing is like it's weird because i paid money to speak to you through to directly to canada to your cell phone um, but then, like, for some reason, when I tried to go to the 319 number to get onto Blog Talk, it was like, oh, that number is not in your plan. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. What? I, I, I'm sorry if this is a chat line that you don't like that's probably a local area code to the United States, but it won't let me get on there. I, I don't know what the deal is, but it's good to huh. be here. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you here. We figured it out. Alrighty. No, that's that's good. So you had some interesting updates you wanted to share today. So let's get right into those. Okay. Um so uh I I think I might have discussed this particular gentleman's case with you before and possibly even on this show. Um it's been a while, but uh, that gentleman got I, it just it, maybe to refresh memories. Um, that gentleman got a, got a uh, a letter from CPS, and hmm. basically they told him, "Listen, we have uh, actually, you know what? Let me let me pull it up right now. Uh, I'll." I'll I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not going to get into his specific details, but uh, so it's what what it was is that they sent him was this thing called it's literally headlined at the very top of the page. It says responsible individuals list notification and basically CP. Okay, so he has this. This is a this particular issue is a a different agency getting involved in a criminal charge that had nothing to do with them. Um, he, he had an issue. He, you know, thought his girlfriend, his, his child's mother, his, you know, his long-term relationship, they, they own a house together, whatever. Anyway, he, he had reason. Uh-oh. No! Really? Really? Oh, now that's lame. 
call dropped. See, now you know how they're fucking with us today. They're just, they're just fucking with us. Because. Okay. Are you back? No, not quite back yet. We'll just give it one more minute, and then we're going to start pulling out some articles or something. Hold on here. What in the world? These are the wonderful technical difficulties that we have. There we go. All right, you're back. He cut you off okay. saying that there was the ex-wife and then you dropped. Okay, so so okay, so so basically this guy and his his child's mother are, were in a long-term relationship. He had reason to believe that she was cheating, so he set up a hidden camera in the master bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then uh his 13 or 14 year old stepdaughter, her, her daughter from a previous marriage ended up taking a, a bath in that bathroom and it was caught on mm-hmm. camera and he admitted all this to her and they, they deleted all the photos from everything and all this other nonsense. Okay. Anyway, long story short, um, the, Somehow law enforcement found out about this. I'm not going to get into the details of that. It's irrelevant. Uh, Law enforcement found out about this, and it was sent to the uh, district attorney's office, and the district attorney's office decided to prosecute him for felony peeping. Then they were like, oh, well, it's because it's a minor. Uh, It's even, you know, it's all this extra crap, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's going through this felony peeping thing. This case is currently ongoing. Now, it's been almost a year, and this guy has been to court a couple times. He's on an electronic house arrest, ankle monitor, all this other stuff. Still has not even been arraigned. Okay? Mm -hmm. But anyway, out of all of this, and probably about, uh, I want to say, it was at least seven months, according to the date on this letter, uh, seven months after case started, uh, CPS sent him a letter saying he is going to be placed on what's called the responsible individuals list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, let me explain this a little bit. I, I'll, I'll read exactly from their letter because I have it here. Uh, dear so-and-so, the, the blank County Department of Social Services has conducted and completed an investigative assessment based on allegations related to the sexual abuse of the minor daughter or the you know minor stepdaughter, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Th- this is seven months. Ah, oh, don't tell me it's dropping again. How rude!
This is really, they're making it really difficult today. The internet is not being our friend today either. Okay, keep going. Okay, so my apologies. I I, I tried something different on my end, and you you know I live in the middle of nowhere, and I have bad middle of nowhere, and the internet sucks, and it loves to do this. But we're just going to keep pushing on. It's going to be what it's going to be. So back to you, my friend. (laughs) Okay, so seven months after this thing went, the felony peeping went to uh, a, a grand jury. Which again, he still hasn't even been arraigned on that charge yet. But seven months later, which was July of this year, uh, CPS got involved and they basically said, "Look, uh, we've got information that uh, that there was um, sexual abuse of the uh, minor stepdaughter." Okay. Mm-hmm. In their statement, they stated that they got this information from uh, law enforcement reports and uh, a medical examination of the child. Okay. Are you there? Yep. You betcha. Okay. You can hear me I, though, I, right? I, I can hear you, yeah. I just want to make okay. sure that, okay. you, you know, <laughs> just going to yep. check in to make sure because – um, so anyway, based on their quote unquote uh, law enforcement reports and uh, child medical exam, they have determined, CPS determined that he had sexually abused this uh, minor child, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And they clearly stated in and anyway, because of that, they are they are now required to put him on this list called the responsible individuals list, which the state basically maintains and is a confidential list. So it's kind of like the no fly list. Like you can be placed on it without you know and and it's not like a public thing. The only people that have access to this list are employers that uh like uh schools um adoption agencies things like that basically those are the only types of agents or of organizations that have access to this list yeah and and, you know i mean it makes sense it's for you know it's for good reason because obviously you don't want some you know child sex abuser to be able to adopt children or work in your schools right so Mm -hmm. but but it's not like it's not like a quote it's not like a public public list but it is created by a public agency and available to certain types of organizations like i said schools adoption agencies things like that mhm all right so here's the thing the child went with her mother to a notary public and wrote out a statement and swore to it in front of her mother and in front of the notary saying that he never touched her. 
the the mm. mother doesn't ever the, the mother has no doubt that this man never touched her. N- nobody nobody in the real world has any would would ever even consider that being an actual fact. Um mm. but but here's the thing because it is a public list and it was disseminated to other public agencies if it's if it's false which it is um then it it basically falls under the definition of libel mhm okay so i started digging into that particular state's libel laws and then federal defamation laws and all kind of things like that. Cause I'm like, Hey shit, dude, we, you know, I'm not trying to say that you want to go through this, but at the same time, you know, libel tends to be generally settled for generally in the hundreds of thousands of dollars when it's settled. But mm-hmm. libel cases that go to juries generally end up in the millions. And so we had this discussion. I said, look, you know, you're going through a bunch of crap. He's got a bunch of other stuff going on. He's, you know, and I said, I said, you know, I know this isn't what you want to do, but maybe we should. Because the felony peeping case, he was assigned a public defender. He never accepted the public defender. But the courts don't seem to give a shit because they're like, well, we assigned one, so we're not going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Right? There there goes that again. Yeah. It's, that's We all know that's a whole different issue. Um, but anyway, so I said, well, let's go after them for, for libel because they published mm-hmm. a report saying that they believe, you know, that, or that, that you're a, a sex offender, that you molest children. And – Nobody that knows you thinks that. Yeah. <laughs> and the child is clearly stated numerous times, you know, that it never happened. And she, as a matter of fact, she even stated that she w- that she would never let them do a medical exam because nobody's ever touched her down there and she's not going to let the doctors be the first. Now, on their notice to him saying that they were going to put him on this list, it was based on three things. Uh, Two of of them being uh, law enforcement reports and a medical examination of the child. Yeah. Well, the mother is completely unaware of any medical exam. The child is stated over and over again that that never happened. And so we thought, okay, because of the nature of this matter, uh, there's going to be a lot of confidential stuff in there that's going to be redacted on any public records, blah, 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 blah. But the one thing we should be able to do is at least get the name of the doctor. Go back in. Here we go. 
We should be able to get the name on the docket. Continue. The, the doctor, right? The doctor. We should oh, doctor. be able to at least get the name of the doctor because yes. all doctors have to be licensed by the state. And we should be able to call the doctor as a witness one way or the other. Either he did the exam and he found that or he didn't do the exam and he didn't find that. One, but we have to – I mean, without getting into the details, we should be able to get the name of the doctor. That's That's – you know that's the one thing we said look this is this is really good we because they have to give us the name of the doctor is not confidential information right mm-hmm. we have to be able to get a hold of this doctor and be able to put him on the stand mm-hmm. are you with me okay yep um so it doesn't violate any hipaa laws it doesn't violate anything it doesn't give it doesn't destroy confidentiality because you know the the name of the doctor it has to be given because if a doctor did a medical exam then we have to be able to call him as a witness to testify what he found yeah or if we can't at least the other side does that you know the prosecution has to be able to put this guy on the stand and say yeah they did that okay this is all just leading up to what I found over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what it really boils down to is we know that there was no child medical exam. We know there wasn't yeah. one there. So they don't have the name of a doctor because there was no doctor, but they put that on their, on their notice that he was going on the responsible individuals list. And that was the evidence that they were relying on was, a medical exam by a doctor. Mm -hmm. And they sent that to him. Now, we filed a restraining order against CPS, uh, and we entered that notice that they sent my friend uh, into the record. And a really interesting thing happened, okay? We were denied the restraining order. However... Immediately after the judge ruled in, quote-unquote, CPS's favor by denying the restraining order and saying, no, you guys can still fuck with this family, right? Excuse my language. Mm -hmm. But you guys can still screw with this family. We're not going to give you a restraining order. Okay, immediately after that, during that same hearing, CPS's lawyer made a comment to the judge about how that notice – needs to be stricken from the public record because it's private. The CPS's lawyer did not want that document that they sent him in the public record. This is where it gets good. Even though we got denied the restraining order, the judge looked at the CPS lawyer and said, you sent that to him. He has every right to publish it in the Tribune if he wants to. It's his now. And how many names and signatures were on that document? A lot. There was at least five names and two signatures on that document. Oh, (laughs) boy. The lawyer was like, hey, you sent it to him. I'm not going to strike that from the record. I'm not going to give him the restraining order, but I'm not going to strike – I'm not going to seal it from the record 
because you sent it to him. It's his. He can do whatever he wants with it, and if he wants to publish it in the Tribune, he can. So there was an interesting little quasi-win for us right there. Yeah, I was like, didn't win that battle, but you're winning the war. That's big. Okay. Now here's where it gets really interesting. In that state, and just about every state, I'm sure Canada's the same way in their provincial laws, um, there's something called mandated reporter laws. So basically, like, yes. if if a certain if people working for a certain agency or a hospital or a social worker get any information that a child was sexually abused, they are required by law to report that abuse to law enforcement. Yep. Okay. Yep, we got the same thing. Okay. All right. Well, here's where it gets really tricky. <laughs> so. I found the mandated reporter laws for that state, and this was definitely something that there, – there's, there's two separate mandatory reporting laws for that state, and they're actually in different chapters, but there's about like different chapter, you know, different sections of the code, like one's criminal and one's health and human services, yeah. right? Okay, so in two different – entirely different areas of the law – there's mandated reporter statutes. All right. Now, in one of the statutes, it, it states that if they have evidence of that, they are required to report it to local law enforcement. In the other chapter, it says if they have evidence of that, they're required to report it to local law enforcement and the district attorney. It doesn't say or. It says and. Mm. Okay, so by law, if these guys had any evidence of the claims that they're making, they were literally required to report it to local law enforcement, no matter what, and probably at a 99% of the cases, the same applies for the district attorney. They're required to report it to local law enforcement and they're required to report it to the district attorney. All right. Now, if they reported it as required to the law enforcement agencies and the district attorney, then they better be able to back up their claim. Otherwise, they filed a false report, which is a crime. Hmm. If they didn't report it, they also committed a crime. Different crime, but a crime. These guys are so screwed right now. And this all came about over a libel case. But this is what I found out. They were required to report it. If they didn't report it, they committed a crime. If they did report it based on a false claim, then they violated another statute, which is a False Claims Act, and committed a crime. So no matter whether they did or did not, 
they are guilty of a crime. <laughs> Them apples. Oh, that's a lot of they fucked around and they found out. Well, they didn't find out yet, but they're uh they're about to. They're about I, to um, find out. Yeah. I got a uh I got a, 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 a ex-client of mine who is also, over the years, has become a very good friend. And he has a $400 a month subscription to Westlaw, that he, the Westlaw One Pass that he's allowed me to use graciously. Um, but now even Westlaw is upgrading to utilizing AI and they have this new thing that's like $500 a month it's not one pass it's like uh Westlaw it, it's a, it's a premium type service okay that allows us to use the AI I have not th- this literally just happened in the last couple of days so I have not had a chance or an opportunity to utilize it yet however I have utilized his old Westlaw uh, a few times, like in really digging into this matter uh, for the libel, yeah. and so we've got we've got one of two blatant criminal complaints against this agency now, and we absolutely have a blatant civil claim for liability. Mm-hmm. So. Here's something I have learned over the years. You know, from what I've noticed, people that file criminal charges against improper government actors, so so-called government actors, sometimes they win and those government actors go to jail. Mhm. But they very rarely, if that happens, they very rarely uh file a civil case. Yeah. And people who file civil cases, sometimes against government actors, they tend to, you know, if they do it right, they win money. But yeah. the but the government actor is never criminally penalized. We have this county CPS on criminal and civil simultaneously, and we were going after them on both levels simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And we have evidence to back up their crimes. We have witnesses. Um, we've had uh, multi-party uh, phone calls, you know, conference calls, where mm-hmm. the CPS people only knew that me and that person were on the line, but didn't realize other people were listening in. Mm-hmm. And that was. We we did I, I researched all of the one party state, two party state, you know, wiretapping shit to make sure that we weren't gonna get we weren't gonna get screwed for that. And we did it all very legit. <laughs> now that state is whatever their whatever their issue with is with uh two party consent. 
to the way that call was made is what I'm saying. Because we, we found mm-hmm. all the loopholes and we covered our bases. Are you still with me? Yep, you betcha. Keep going. Okay. So all I'm saying is <laughs> we now have evidence of their, like I said, five names and two signatures on this document with like literally from with the county CPS logo on the top. We have the original document and we have a public record of that document as well. Put in the restraining order, but it's here. Hold up, you're breaking up really, really bad there. Hold on, hold on. Okay, can you hear me now? Yep. Okay, okay, sorry. I had to move around a little bit and I'm I'm so sorry. I really No, no worries. <laughs> this is sometimes the lack of ability to communicate with the outside world is a curse and a blessing at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure you understand that. <laughs> Bro, the amount of like walking away from the internet I have been doing this last little while is like, ooh, if I could just go on a hibernating for the next three months, that'd be great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'd say the last month or so, I've actually, I think I told you this the other day, I actually am at the point where when I want to get on Facebook, I download the app. Mm-hmm. And then I spend a few hours or maybe even a couple of days on Facebook, you know, off and on. And then I delete the app again. So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have, I'm not getting notifications of what people said about anything that I said. I don't, you know, people are like, Oh, you're so full of crap or you can't do this or, or, Hey man, I really appreciate you doing that. Whatever people are saying, I don't compliment mm-hmm. or denigration. I, I just don't even see it and I don't care. It's so great. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the point. Um, we're, we're, we're about to, we all, <laughs> Check this out. You're going to love this too. We contacted the county, the county commissioners and we said, Hey, we, we want to know here. Here's five names of people that work for this agency that is under your direct control as the county commissioners. So we want to know where these five people get their paychecks, where, mm-hmm. where their money comes from. <laughs> one of them gets their uh gets 99.99% of their paycheck comes from the federal government directly the other ones they told us well this person gets 57% from the county and 43% from the federal 
and this person gets 25% from the state and 75 from the county. I mean, they broke it down into percentages for us and told us what each person, how much they made and where their money and how much of that money was coming from where. Because <laughs> when we approached the county commissioners, we didn't approach them with, hey, we have a problem. We just approached them with, hey, we're just curious about these five people and where they get their money because they work for you. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll tell you. I mean, like, we could have asked for, you know, the sheriff's uh, salaries or any county agent's salary, and they would have given it to us. They were really chill about that. They were like, yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, this is where the money comes from for that person to live. <laughs> so this means that our libel suit is going to federal court. Man, like right off the bat, because ninety nine point nine nine percent of that guy's of the the main dude's paycheck comes from the federal government. So now this is a. Mm-hmm. How is this guy living off of federal funds and literally, like, just ruining people's lives without any evidence? I think the, we all think the federal government needs to fire that guy. If they don't, if they don't. <laughs> Then they're willingly knowing. Well, I mean, they're 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 willingly let something around running around. It, they got no choice but to fire that guy. Because if well, they don't, right, and the, then that the just shows is, that they're all in on it. And the thing is, with the federal government, we're not we're not filing any criminal complaints or anything against this guy. We're just doing a civil suit. It's just a civil suit. The, the, it boils down to this guy was aware of a false statement placed into a public record and shared with other people. That's there's two types of defamation, libel and slander. This one squarely falls under slander or a libel, I'm sorry, libel. Mm-hmm. But because he's look, the other parties are just like partially liable. But he's 100% liable. And so we're going after him for slander. And there is no... I'm going to stop right there because I don't know my client that... This could be a tricky statement. So let me say Mm this. There is unlikely much of a way they are going to settle that he's going to settle it's it's highly unlike they're going to have to offer a lot more money to him than they would offer to the average joe for catching him because mm-hmm. he knows his stuff too yeah this one's going to be pricey if it settles And even if it settles, 
And this is why I think it won't settle. I think it'll go to jury trial is because this guy is not just – we're not just doing this liable thing about the money. So even if there is a settlement agreement for half a million or whatever, which is pretty extreme, but uh, again, if they do settle, they're going to have to settle high because otherwise he he will take it to trial. But I don't even think as part of a settlement agreement he'll agree to uh, allowing that person to keep their job. Yeah. And I really don't think that he – I don't think he'll settle at all, but if he settles, it's going to be a little more difficult. But if he doesn't settle and it goes to a jury trial and he wins his case, which he will, there, there, there's no way around it. I mean the evidence is already all there. Every it's It's like wet ink signatures in our hands. You can't say you didn't sign this thing that I have in front of me with your wet ink signature on it. You, they don't even have a copy of their wet ink signature. They just wrote a wet ink signature on it and sent it to him. Dum-dums. <laughs> but, yeah, whether it settles or he goes to jury, um, there's definitely – the, the fact that that case, that civil case is even being brought up goes back to the point you were making earlier where if they don't investigate this, if, if the U.S. Federal Department of Justice refuses to investigate this group, then they're complicit and knowing. Mm-hmm. Which in complicit and knowing and then opens the door for further investigation. Well, if they know, did they know and just did nothing about it? Or did they know when they're in on it? So... If they know when they're in on it, I don't even want to inadvertently find that out. Yeah. And and if I did inadvertently find that out, I can tell you pretty much right here and now, that's where I would draw the line about how much work I'd do because I'd be like, okay, I'm, if that's the case, I'm going to start backing off because that's scary. Yeah, that's where people start going missing. Yeah. So I, I'll, Pixie I'll be honest. Pixie didn't kill himself. Pixie <laughs> didn't kill himself. Just, we made that on and for the record on Open World. Tonight at 9 p.m. Chris Martin did not kill himself. himself. Uh, I wish I had a little boop button that I could hit the button on what you just said. (laughs) But I'll leave it alone and hopefully everybody will ignore it. (laughs) It's true, though. Jesus, you just brought him to my door, Sam. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. They don't. I will they personally don't help fund your ticket across these. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that that shit don't work. You know, it's funny. Somebody asked me a long time ago. You know that that old question. Well, if you don't like the United States, why don't you leave? Right. 
I I had mm-hmm. somebody literally ask me that question. And I don't know how this answer came to my head right off the bat, but it just fell out of my mouth before I even realized what I said. And my response to them was, the only thing I fear more than living in the United States is their foreign policy. So where am I supposed to go? Because even if I go somewhere the United States isn't involved at all, Believe me, the people there know that the United States is bad, and that guy's from the United States, so he's bad. I'm, I'm at immediately at a disadvantage, no matter where I go, even to the jungles of Africa. They all know that never seen an American before, but they all know that Americans are shit. And the minute one shows up in their community, they're going to be really skeptical. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> the only thing I fear more about live than living here is America's foreign policy. Because again, no matter where I go, you know, I could go to Germany. We're supposed to be they're supposed to be friends of ours. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, if you look at that German German politics and German people are just as different things as American politics and American people. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, Libertarian, Green Party, you know, shit. I don't care. Everybody knows that our government is not representing us. Nobody knows why. That's the problem. Nobody knows why. People don't understand why. They just know it's not – they're not being represented. If they just knew why, they could fix it. Which is kind of ironic and interesting, you know, considering how the United States got started in the first place and what they did – including war and genocide and things just to achieve that. And now it's gone completely ass backwards. And it's like, you, you paid attention to history class to how that got started, right? Like <laughs> you, you, what, <laughs> what? I get well, a chuckle whenever classes were half wrong. Well, that's true, but they weren't even paying attention to the half wrong shit. They weren't paying attention at all. Have you? This is interesting part of history that I find um, brutally illustrates the nature of remaining in honor. Okay, what do you know about the quote-unquote Boston Tea Party? Boston Tea Party. It's been a long time. So okay. I don't remember a lot, to be I'll, honest. I'll I you, think I'll, I remember looking into that like 10 years ago. Okay. I'll give you a, a brief, short rundown of what the history books taught us. Go for it. The Boston Tea Party was, quote unquote, the beginning of the Revolutionary War, okay? Everybody yeah. in the United States like the, the uh, was pissed off about paying the tax on the tea, 
to the king. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the key was coming into the, you know, because there, this leaving the natives and the indigenous out of this particular story. Uh, yeah. The, 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 you know, the, 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 most of the people living here were from British descent and, yeah. you know, in New England and especially mm-hmm. in Massachusetts. And they're, also happen to be probably enough of an Irish influence behind that that I haven't even researched, but basically it was it was pretty much all British people living in the colonies, mm-hmm. okay, and they got the 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 ship shows up full of tea because they all drank tea just like they did in England before they moved here, and so a ship shows up with tea. And the the captain cannot release the tea because the uh, he's got a letter saying that hey the the tax the king has decided to raise the tax on tea. Yeah, specifically for the colonies, not in England, but specifically for the colonists. And they were like, "Fuck this." You know, we don't, like, we're in a new world. Like, there's no way the king can do anything without us knowing it before it happens. You know what I mean? Like, so, and and we're not paying this tax. So they decided to protest and pour all of the tea into the, they just opened the casks and poured all the tea into the harbor. Okay. That's the story from the history books. Here's something that most people don't know because it's not taught because it's literally the most honorable thing I can imagine as it's the most honorable way to protest that I could possibly. You freaking kidding me? We're getting to the good part and the call drops. Although I think I might, I might know what he's saying because I'm pretty sure I might have seen this on TikTok. I think I might have. Let me just go there. You still there, Pixie? Nah, freaking call drop. Lame sauce. I literally hate it when you're like on the edge of your seat, like listening, even if you've heard it before, edge of your seat, listen to a story, and then suddenly the call drops. Hold on, let me just message him. Okay. hasn't dropped. Come on, man. Don't do this to me. Hold on. You know what? We might just have to X him out. I don't think it's me. Finally dropped. There it is. Okay. Okay. We're just going to wait. I need to hear this part. Call in. Hey, where'd you go, homie? I'm so sad. 
okay, we're just gonna like sit here and wait, and the minute he calls in, we're gonna let we're gonna let him in because I need to hear this now. You are getting the good part in the call me? drop. Okay, so the good part. Okay, so the good part was the only thing that they damaged on that in, in that entire endeavor was the captain's lock. The next day. No, no, hold on. We 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 missed we missed all of it. You, you you're like there was the story about this, and this is the part that they didn't like tell you. There was that part. Oh, okay. So, sorry. So you went you went like you went quiet right at that part where you told the story. This is how it was told, but this is, and then it was like, oh, instant quiet. Oh, okay. So so. I'll skip past a lot of it because you'll you'll get the point. It, so basically, Aww. these guys got together and they they went out to the ship and they were like, "We decided to protest. We're not paying these taxes. Screw this guy and the king and everything." And they wanted to take all that tea and throw it into the harbor in protest. Now, if you think about that as a protest idea, generally. I would absolutely say that these guys were probably pretty drunk on mead when they came up with this idea. <laughs> but they came up with the idea. They're like, well, just throw it all in the harbor and then nobody can drink it and we won't have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. All right. So they went out to the ship. The captain already knew these guys were coming and he was worried about his tea disappearing because then he would have to pay for the cargo to the king when he got back. Mm-hmm. So what happened? These guys go out to the ship. He, the captain's got all this tea now locked behind this, you know, uh, in this compartment of the ship that he's got a lock on it. These guys went out to the ship and a very orderly fashion. They broke the captain's lock. They grabbed all the tea. They carried it up top side and they dumped it into the harbor. But the only thing they damaged on that ship at all was that lock. Mm -hmm. Now check this out. That same group of guys had the balls the next day to walk out there back to the ship and give the captain a brand new lock. (laughs) They're like, we're not mad at you. We're mad at the king. We're sorry we broke your lock. We're not paying for the tea. We're not. That's up to you, bro. But here's your lock back. It's the only thing we damaged on your ship. And here's another lock. That's wow. That 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 honorable act is what started the revolutionary war. They just something said, that they just said no. Just like Nancy Reagan told us to do. I can't tell you how many times I watched commercials as a kid with Nancy Reagan going, just say no. Drugs are bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that's two separate statements. 
I don't know what you mean by the second one because I don't do drugs. I'm a kid. Understand? Yeah. Just say no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is 200 years after that revolution. Nancy Reagan was telling everybody, "Just say no." Okay. It's no. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. No, it's a whole sentence. No. It's probably this. It's probably the simplest sentence in the English language, and the only the only sentence I can imagine that's more complicated that is yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, don't be afraid to investigate your public servants and what they're doing and call them on their crap is my point, I guess. Because we're mm-hmm. we're like I said, we got this agency by the balls and we've got them in both federal and state right now, courts. One of them's a civil suit that's going to end with a lot of money in this guy's pocket, one way or the other, and one dude fired. Mm-hmm. The state court, we're doing a, we're doing a, a, we're pursuing a criminal action in state court, right? It's either going to be a failure to report or a false report. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, this is pretty important. So we expect that the district attorney and the attorney general will take it seriously and prosecute the corruption of public officials, right? Mm-hmm. Let's hope so, but. <laughs> I always know that they're not, but I always, when I'm in front of these people, I always act like I'm shocked. When any time they act dishonorable. Mm-hmm. And when I approach them about their dishonor, I always act shocked. I'm like, oh, you guys must have made a mistake. Right? Because isn't that an honorable out for them? Can't they just at that point go, Oh, shit. Yes, we must have made a mistake. Let us fix that for you. They're first out. Mm-hmm. Is sometimes you, I mean, you always got to call these guys on their dishonor. Always. But you mm-hmm. don't have to call them on it aggressively. You can call them on it, like, in a very calm and shocked demeanor. I, I, there's... Yeah, there's obviously something wrong here, right? I mean, what what, what can we do to fix that? I mean, mm-hmm. because this couldn't possibly be the case. <laughs> you couldn't have possibly failed to report the sexual abuse of a minor based on a medical exam. Because if you did that, then what are we paying you for? I mean, for crying out loud, we want you to report, you know, sexual abuse of minors. That's your job is to do that. Make sure that the people who are abusing our children are been thrown away. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your job. And we want that because we want those people to protect us. Oh, but in this case, if you did that, 
based on what you already signed on paper saying was based on evidence of a medical exam of the child? All right, well, who's the doctor? That's all we're asking. Who's the doctor? We just want the name of a doctor. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. You find a doctor that'll get on the stand and lie and, and go through all the effort of creating false charts that were easily disproven by doing a legitimate medical exam of the same child. Don't put it past these guys because Health, Health Canada, Alberta tried, man. They Health Canada, Alberta tried, and then they found out their chief medical examiner was a fraud, <laughs> and he escaped down to the United States. These sometimes these people will go as far as I, they need to go to commit I, fraud, and then when it comes undone, yeah. Well, it's like that old. It's like you know, there's a, there was a. a coroner in florida you'll have to look this story up it's it's legit but there was a coroner in florida cops shot they they put a hundred and they they shot like 157 rounds or something and i don't know if that's the amount of rounds they shot or the amount of actual hits they had but even if you fired 157 rounds you're guaranteed especially you know guys that are trained on that shit like cops uh you think they didn't put at least 50 bullets in this dude they killed him they killed him all right Mm -hmm. anyway i think i want to say it was 157 rounds in the guy's body but anyway the the coroner ruled it as uh the guy died of natural causes what the (laughs) hold on hold on it gets better a local news outlet. Got, <laughs> hold on. A local news outlet caught that because they looked at the 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 death record, that, and they caught it and they were like, "What?" So they they literally the they the next time that there was a a a, a public like uh, what do you call it like a, a a press you know gathering or whatever mm. on on the event. Uh, they found out the coroner was going to be there at that press conference. And so they mm. showed up and they asked the coroner. So, you know, so many bullets went into this guy's body. We know the cops shot him to death. Uh, why did you, you know, why, did, why does the death certificate say he died of natural causes? And I shit you not. You can look this up. It's on YouTube, this interview. The coroner looks at the reporter and he goes, well, naturally, if you get shot 157 times, you're going to (laughs) die. They don't care, dude. They just get on TV and say it. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that happened. Kate. So, you're right. They they might. Oh boy, that. But 
I'm going to have to search for that later because I, I, my fucking mouth, I, I swear, it's a good thing I'm not live. We are looking to do live video if folks want in the near future, but it's a good thing I'm not on live right now because I think my jaw hit the fucking floor and went maybe through the floor and down to the basement. Holy hell. Yeah, he goes, something to the effect of, well, if you get shot 157 times, naturally you're going to die. Like, ah, good, good to know. Hmm. Okay. 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 Well, then I guess every single death record out there should be suspect and subject to review because, huh. Well, we all die of natural causes. I mean... Yeah. If I walk over, I mean, if I walk over and piss off my neighbor by stealing his horse and he shoots me, it's natural that I'm gonna die because I was a fucking retard. Excuse me, so, because I was a retard and wanted to steal somebody's horse. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, naturally that guy's gonna shoot me. <laughs> and honest to God, you know it's funny because when I got back to this place and saw how bad my landlord and I got raped while he was in the hospital and I was in, you know, the other place I was at. You were off on uh, your adventure. Yeah. My little adventure to the middle of the your country. Adventure. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole different story, but. For another time. Uh, yep. Um, oh, so when I got back here, a couple of my, you know, my landlord's two best friends, I, I you know, I, uh, one of them I saw, and he comes up here and he goes, he goes, he literally told me, he goes, man, I don't care what the landlord, what, what our friend says. He's like, I'm glad you're here on the property. He says, and, I, and this guy actually works for the county. <laughs> he's, he's a government employee. Um, but he literally told me, he goes, he goes, if any more tweakers step foot on this property, stab them twice, and then if they don't die, then call the sheriff. I mean, that's just the way people think around here, man. <laughs> you know, this is a personal conversation between me and a friend, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... I, but but I that's mean, how people feel. So, I mean... We're all going to die naturally. <laughs> I mean, according to that guy's logic, anyway. Well, but, that's yeah, definitely one way to think. It's not that it's wrong. It's just not the answer you'd expect. <laughs> uh, the older I get, the more I realize that there's a lot of things that – there's a lot of questions – that when you really go and find your own answers for them, it's very rarely what you think. <laughs> yeah, that aha moment. But it's just like, well, shit. Okay, that's hmm. okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and what do I do with that knowledge? You know, the only thing I, the only other people I can share it with, are people that already have that knowledge. Yeah. And the even if I share that knowledge just, with them, get it. even if I share that knowledge with them, we may still disagree on the outcome or the desired uh, reaction to that knowledge that we agree on, but we may disagree on how to implement that knowledge. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's fine as well. You know, this is why I say, you know, it's, it's important to remain honorable. You just got to always find a solution. Yeah. Instead of looking for conflict. Conflict's yep. easy, but it, it makes – conflict is what drives the commercial energy of the legal system. And our legal systems are commercial. You know, consent, you know, they say the consent of the governed. Well, isn't consent a commercial term? Consent mean agreement? We all know agreement is a commercial term. It's, it's it's part of it's part of agreement is what there's a big section on contract law in law school uh that deals with agreement by itself because yeah. it's part of a contract yep if consent is agreement then consent is contractual and if all go- if all Okay, so here's the thing. In our Constitution – wait, I don't think it's our Constitution. I'm pretty sure it's actually our Declaration of Independence. I, my apologies. I had the wrong document. But uh, in our Declaration of Independence, it says that something to the effect that uh, all of the government's just powers uh, derive from the consent of the governed. You know me. I got to ask backwards everything. So what does that mean to me? It means that without our consent, any power that the government is exercising is unjust. Mm-hmm. Let that yeah. sink in. Yeah, that does fucking sink in. Like, um, even during the whole COVID shit, what the fuck was it? Um, mandate? People were exposing that the word mandate? Same thing. They just put a declaration out there, and if you don't consent to it, it doesn't it doesn't take any hold because even the indian act or like um what the hell was it uh the it's right on the fresh of my mind the pass system the residential pass system that was never a law that was just a mandate that people put out and the indigenous people who were on the pass just going off on a small tangent here the indigenous people who were subject to the pass system if they well would have just stood up and said no they would have had no power it actually came out later down the line that they were being exposed for it and it was at the higher-ups where they were like nah just just keep it quiet if anybody asks tell them the truth but don't go telling them about it because as long as they think that it's law as long as they continue to think that they have to abide by it they will continue to do so but if you tell them that it's not a law and they don't actually have to abide by it they're just going to stop abide by it and that's actually how it ended up ending the the past system exactly like that the whole mandate you know and then when you're saying like the government you know it's it's by the permission of the governed you know it's like well wait a minute you know and then when you start looking into things like oh the whole like the word government like that literally means mind control rubinary mentis like it's like wait a minute it's all just a mind game and that you know we can stand up and say no oh well shit you know bring on the solutions folks. There's my tangent. Back to you. 
Oh. Hey, can, oh, can you can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I dropped. I, I was just talking to myself. No, <laughs> I, no, it was funny because like I missed everything you just said because somebody tried to call me and I was like I hung up real quick, but I, it 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 uh it dropped this call and then that was the second time they called me since I've been on the radio with you and I, and I just texted them back. I said, look, I'm on the air with Sam. We've just stopped calling right now. <laughs> uh, and then I had to call you back. So I missed a, everything you had said up to that point, but oh, I'm sure it was, you want me to I'm repeat sure it? it was beautiful. Huh? I can, re- I can repeat it if you want me to, if not, that's okay. Yeah, why not? I'm sure it was great. <laughs> okay. So going over this again, when you were saying about the consent of the governed, um, I was talking about um, how people were exposing the word mandate and how the word mandate um, in legally basically just give like a declaration and you don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. You can consent to it if you want to, but it's not actually law. You you know, and then I, I don't. I don't remember ever you hearing the word mandate uh, in in like legal terms other than a writ of mandamus. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I never, I never, I never remember really hearing anything about mandates in law prior to COVID. Yeah. Um. But here in the United States, what we got was a lot of executive orders from the governor yeah. that, or the executive orders from the president, okay? And and I think they were – I think the media in general was just referring to those as, as mandates. Yeah. But what it taught me was that most people have no freaking concept of how their government works. Yeah. Because – in the United States, an, uh, an executive order only applies to members of the executive branch of government. Mm-hmm. So, like, unless you work for the Secretary of State or the Attorney General or somewhere down the line, like a police officer in a local municipality or a sh- – well, sheriffs kind of have a dual role, um, different, different ballgame altogether, but – you understand what I'm saying? Like anybody in the executive branch that executes the law, that's mm-hmm. – an executive order only applies to them. Yeah. And it's like people here don't have a clue what that means. They they Oh, the governor signed an executive order saying that we all have to wear masks in Walmart. Uh, no – they all have to wear masks in Walmart. I don't. I don't yep. work for them. <laughs> yep. And I think that, honestly, what's really messed up is that that particular thing actually got a lot of regular people going, uh, what? And starting to realize that they are different from <laughs> the government. Yeah. They don't know how yet, but they know they are. I don't yeah. work for the government. Okay, well, there's only two types of people in this in this general vicinity, 
and those are people who work for the government and those who don't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, if you don't work for the government, guess what else you don't have to do? Pay taxes, uh, register your car, you know, and people started this mask mandate madness. It really started getting a lot of regular people realizing that there's bigger things than they could have ever imagined in their life going on. Through and through. Now, I think, I think really, truly, honestly, I actually had a conversation about this with the lady at the library today, how people are just kind of starting to lose their marbles. And I think, I really, truly think, um, because, and I'm just kind of going to go off here and there a little bit just to get to my point. But I recently saw that like Candace Owens and um, what's his nuts, that, that, that guy that everybody hates, he's that Jewish guy. I can't remember his name. But anyway, they recently had a not so much a debate she said something and he said it was disrespectful and i was watching tim pool i'm going to get to a point here but i was watching tim pool and he was talking about how it's actually really good to have people with conflicting views on the same uh, media platform that can actually have a discussion so people it, it to have like that to be able to have like more so that debate and be able like, I, I don't really care to argue. I don't mind debating. I love discussion. I can't stand arguing anymore. And I think if we can come around and like when you're saying like people are starting to become aware that like there is something more at play here, that something is happening and they don't realize what's happened to them, that I think now a lot more people are waking up to these realities, but then fostering that environment like you and I are having right now or like when Rod pops on the show here or there, fostering that environment where it's not emotional, it's not like it's purpose driven, but it's not fuck you, my way is the highway driven. It's like you're saying, let's find solutions. Let's genuinely hear what everybody has to say. Let's take all the things into consideration and then let's start, you know, doing the process of pulling everybody's points apart and try and find what fits where, what works best, you know, those kinds of things. That if we can foster an environment to actually have people to be able to sit down, have discussion and like, you know, further, if people want to go through the whole healing cycle, you know, things like that in a foster support environment where you can actually go through your trauma and things like that inflicted from this this mental nonsense that's been inflicted on your entire life you you will go through a grieving process whether you like it or not you're going to realize yeah exactly and then foster that environment of support if we can start creating those spaces and i'm not necessarily going to call it like a safe space because we don't want to cushy your feelings but at the same time we want you to understand like this has been happening to you do with it what you want but we want to be able to come together and talk about it that we can start working towards solutions. And I think we can start fostering those kinds of stations where we leave the emotion at the door, at the very least, if you're getting emotional, start analyzing why you're getting emotional. Maybe it's been an experience that you've had. Maybe it's been something you've thought the whole time. You know, it's something like that. Something's going on inside of you that for whatever reason, it's not agreeing with this in some capacity. Do you need to sit down with yourself and kind of analyze those emotions and look at why and then determine how you're going to act from that? But being able to foster those spaces, these discussions that we're having, I think is the key now going forward. Extremely difficult 
because everybody and their dog wants to call everybody and their dog stupid without realizing, like, hey, I'm the fucking problem here, you know? It's just, like, I think, you know, you point out that people don't know what's going on with them, but they know it's something. And then if we can start educating people, it's like, this is the thing that's going oh, on. They're, they're, and they're then allow them to face the process. They're, they're huh? learning on their own because, oh yeah, look, wh- whether you, <sighs> there's, there's a natural distinction happening right yeah. now between the honorable and the dishonorable. And mm-hmm. there's, there's yeah. those people who are 100%, <laughs> there's 100% honorable and 100% dishonorable. And there's people on all ends of that spectrum. Mm-hmm. But what's what's coming to place in society right now, because of a lot of, you know, this, the COVID mandates and all this other shit, uh, is, is people are, people are making their own personal choices percentage of the spectrum they're on yeah and they want a division (laughs) the government wanted division all the not the government the elite they wanted they wanted the division well the problem is now they're getting it in a way that they weren't expecting because people are again picking how honorable they want to be and how dishonorable they want to be. Mm-hmm. And so there will be a reckoning. I mean, <laughs> ultimately that's what it gets down to. And it's kind of what you're talking about. I mean, <sighs> we can, we look, we can agree to disagree, mm-hmm. but I, I have not, I've been I've been trying for years to figure out why any prosecutor would disagree with me. So so maybe I'm on the 51% of honorable and I might have a 49% dishonorable side. But the problem is the prosecutor has a 51% dishonorable side mm-hmm. and giving him the benefit of the doubt would leave him with a 49% honorable side. But mm-hmm. why, why are we disagreeing? This is like what, what is the ultimate goal in our disagreement? Yeah. Who who wins is irrelevant. Who mm-hmm. wins is irrelevant. It's really, really irrelevant. And what people mm-hmm. aren't focused on is, if you win, what do you win? Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard that saying for years. Life is a game. Okay, well, okay, if I win... What do I get? And, you know, I find that question is so important. And if I find that people 
if they start asking themselves like that question and they start being honest with themselves, the overwhelming majority of people, and I'm sure like, again, you can either agree to disagree. A lot of it has to go with ego. I, I win because I win. And it's like, okay, but what, what, what does that do for you? Inflate your pride for a few minutes and then what? You know, ego has a lot to do with what side of what amount of honor you're going to deal with and what amount of dishonor you're going to agree to. Like, ego, look, I, on occasion, act dishonorably. Yeah. I'll say so. I think that's just part of the human condition, though. The, the most it's, important part is that you're willing to admit that to yourself. The overwhelming majority of people are not. I kind of feel like I'm forced to. I really, even when I do act dishonorably, I don't like it. Yeah. I just, I just know that right now that's the right thing to do. And I hate that it's the right thing to, I hate that me being dishonorable is the right thing to do in the long run. I really yeah. do. I hate it. I hate it. I don't. <laughs> I will. <sighs> Sam, the one thing you know about me. <laughs> say, no matter what, I'll, I do my best to remain in honor. Yeah. I have my own thoughts. I have my own patterns and I have my own speech. But when it comes to who the fuck I'm dealing with, I always want to be. I, I, my go-to is just being honorable. Like, yeah, I, I'll agree with just about as much as I possibly can before sooner or later, there's a disagreement. And when there is a disagreement, I do my best to figure out why there's a disagreement. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't need to know why there's a disagreement. I don't need to think about why until there is right so Mm -hmm. like a lot of people that and and that's i think where the ego comes in yeah a lot of people just they're more worried about well if than why i don't worry about if (laughs) there is no if sooner or later we're going to find some form of disagreement right no matter when not sooner or later we're all people well, why worry about any of that shit in advance until there's a disagreement? And then when there is a yeah. disagreement, then just kick in your honorable nature and let yourself remain honorable as best as you can. Mm-hmm. And then figure out, look, going back to that 51-49% you know, ratio, is it really worth it? Even if even if I am gonna be even if I am the, the on the fifty one percent side of that honor, how much is it gonna cost me, and what's it gonna what am I gonna get out of being right? Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, I'd rather lose two hundred bucks, dog catcher, than than take ten grand out of his pocket. Cause that guy doesn't know any better either. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes it's okay to just lose and just be like, you know what? I ain't gonna let my ego get in the way of this shit. 
Look, now it's, it's it's easier to pay you two hundred dollars for a traffic ticket than it is to argue about all the evidence I have that you're beating your wife and why yeah. you can't be a good witness. It, I mean, because now it's going to cost me six hundred dollars in court costs to make you look like a dumbass and get nothing accomplished. So yeah, and then that's not even I'm factoring not even in the guilt, time, the the time of having to do all the documents, the time of having to put together the evidence, yeah. the time of showing yeah. up, the time of, and then there's the emotional tax on it, not just the time, but the emotional toll that it takes on you. And even if you're not emotional, anger and frustration, that's like, I have to deal with this shit now, or, you know, it's just like all of that time, energy and money, you wasted into something like this when you could have been doing something really cool. Or something like, I've you know, with watching, other people. I've been watching people put their money into secured party creditors and uh, all this shit for, like, you know, do, right to travel. Look, they put so much time and energy into it. And what was their end result? I mean, how much m- was the amount of Federal Reserve notes? Or just going and getting a driver's license? Was any of that shit worth it? I mean, those are those those are the hundred percenters, dude. Those are the ones that are just like, nope, don't care, not gonna fucking deal with this anymore. Those are the guys that broke onto the the captain's boat, and it's good for those guys. But for the rest of us, you know, I mean. What did you gain out of it? Was it worth the time and money that you put into it on your own? To, mm-hmm. I mean, if it took you 20 hours to figure out all of the laws regarding registration of your vehicle and having a, a, a document signed by the DMV saying you never have to register any of your vehicles again, if it took you 20 hours to do that, yeah. That's worth it. If it took you two years to do that, how much was your time worth? You're you're you're, you're saying you just basically work for like a dollar fifty an hour, mm-hmm. and it would have been much easier for you to bullshit instead of doing it. You know what I mean? If it took, I mean mm-hmm. that's that's the example I'm making. It's just what is it worth, and what's what are you going to get out of it? They're, those hundred percenters, they're they're there for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys that are going to take all of the liability for making really good changes in the rest of our lives. They're good yeah. people. I'm. I strive to be on that end, and I pretty say I have to say I'm probably up above eighty five percent on that level. Mhm. I can't say I'm 100% either because, you know, I I got to take my own time and energy into consideration like what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And what's the what's the cost benefit analysis on that, you know? Yeah. Cuz I'm taking the smartest know, route though, too. Cuz I mean, a lot of these 100%ers will do grandstanding and this and that and blah 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 blah. It's just like but there's ways to do things like what you're doing right now with this court case that it's just like, we're letting some people know, 
but we're not making a giant spectacle of it because you know that when you make giant spectacles of things, then they want to match your energy and shut you down. It's, yep. it's sometimes it's nicer to be stealthy and let those who want to know know and they can do the job of spreading the word and then everybody can do their own work. Just like, you know, a group of ants where everybody has a job to do and they can spread the word and, you know, feed the hive kind of thing versus the one guy who's going to do it all and take it all in the back. You come in, cut his head off, and then, well, that's it for that. So there's there's tactful ways to do things is what I'm trying to trying to say because you're, you're definitely 100% or you're just not standing on front and center stage. You're the tech guy who's making the entire show run behind the scenes. The, the, the front stage actor is great, but without the tech guy, it's fuck all. Well, yeah, I definitely don't ever stop studying. I mean, yeah. there's there's at least, look, I've been at this 14 years now, almost 15. Yeah. And I've got a pretty basic understanding of a lot of really beautiful shit, but... Mm-hmm. And, and I've I've perfected a few processes myself. You know, I've seen the results. Um, but I never stop studying because mm-hmm. things change. And actually, things have been changing so rapidly lately that it's really obvious to me uh, how to, how to beat all of it. Like. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to inflate my own ego. I I don't actually know why I said that. I I'm I'm I I think I'm just annoyed because it's like it's for people who already knew this shit is happening a lot faster right now. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people who have a new people who have a genuine interest in this, but because of the way we all tend to communicate nowadays, there's a lot of trolls and government plants and shit on our communications. So, yeah, you know, they're watching. Oh, yes, they are. I can't share memes without allowing the Facebook app access to my uh uh what do you call it my my gallery on my phone right my my photos mm-hmm. and shit Yeah <laughs> So on occasion I I I download uh on occasion I download um Photographs, install, I uninstall Facebook when I have those photographs downloaded on my phone. And then like, and then like, I always dump them. Dude, I dump my photographs every night before I go to bed. Like if I like, yeah. if I didn't use them, I, you know, I, cause I see things like there's some brutal shit going on around the world. Oh, <laughs> and you yeah. that. You know, I have people I want to share some of that with because they're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, y- you upload that. I'm not doing it. I'm just sharing it with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have their own ways of doing things that, you know, 
there's stuff going on either by Donrell in Armenia that like fucking blows and you know me I'm a big fan of obscure information because I just hell's going on in the world I live in and yeah Azerbaijan and Armenia mean a lot to me for whatever reason is irrelevant it does Mm-hmm. And so I pay attention to it and I share, you know, videos and photos and things with other people. And most people have never even heard of those two countries, much less know they're at war or why or where the war yeah. is, because everybody's paying attention to the to the new Ukraine right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, it's so hard to even it's so hard to even function. <laughs> All I know is that the one thing that's gotten me through this many years is learning how to be honorable. <laughs> and yeah. that doesn't mean being a good person because sometimes you got to spill some tea. <laughs> <laughs> but you definitely got to bring the captain's lot back because That'll that'll prove the point. It, it, you're not, yeah. you're not, you're not. You didn't mean to that act in dishonor. You just were kind of forced to. Yeah. And those guys, they didn't want to dishonor the captain. They wanted to dishonor the king. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Taxation without representation. That's next week's show, I guess. I don't know. Or whatever. I probably won't be on next week, but you understand what I'm saying? That's a different program altogether. That's another program. But I mean, hell, if you ever want to come on again, you know my you know the number for you know the number for the thing, or I'll send you the link or we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yep. All right. Are we almost done though? I I, I probably should get going. If you want to be done, we can be done. I honestly think I'm going to kick it a little earlier tonight because I am absolutely fucking exhausted and I want to go read a book. So, it's funny that you said that because I was literally thinking earlier in the show, I was like, you have kids, you have a husband, you have a farm, you have animals, you, you work, you have your own shop. You're doing farmer's market, like, and how the hell do you have time to know any of the shit that we talk about? Because obviously you have time to research on the internet. Like, you are either the most ADHD uh, capable person I know, or you're some kind of alien because there's no way you have time and energy to do all of the shit that you're capable of. I am constantly amazed by you. I am ADHD as fuck. That <laughs> <laughs> must be fun for those around you. Oh, it's 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 well, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. I'll just put it that way. They put up with me because yeah. it, it's like. <laughs> My mom was saying the other day, I was talking to her, and I was just like, so I have an idea. And she just sighs, and she's just like, another idea? I'm like, hey, hey, I got good ideas. 
I'm just not that great at implementing them because I've got too many ideas and not as many hands as I need. It's like I, I need to be able to stop time to get done what I want to get done, but I'm working on it here. Jesus so, Christ. I got I ideas. Can... <laughs> well, you are you are an impressive person, Sam. Uh, that is all I'm going to say. You are a very impressive person. You You do a lot. And I am absolutely impressed by the amount of things you're capable of getting done because I, I'll be honest with you. I couldn't do it. I, I mean, I'm doing a lot, but that's, you know, I just, I can't imagine the amount of things that you, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do everything you could do. You're, you're a superhero in your own right. So I'll let you go, and uh, I Alrighty. think I'll I'll call back the person that kept trying to bug me during the broadcast. <laughs> Sounds good. That's probably important. Uh, thanks for letting me on tonight, and um, yeah. As always, just uh, you know, if you can throw a little advertisement my way, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm right, going to be getting my Against the Grain website redone and getting that launched again so I can start having blog posts and all those things going again, as well as my oh. trivia post website. So. You mentioned something about getting on Locals. Um, Locals requires a specific banking app. Are you aware of that? <sighs> nope. I don't, did not I, know that. Yeah, I never heard of it before. I never heard of that app at all before locals. Um, huh. But you may want to check that out because uh, I, you know, you were talking about the issues with being where you're at and how the banking laws are where you're at. Uh, you might want I to get check that. I get cock blocked with ID everywhere I go. When they brought in that fucking fin track ten years ago, that fucked me sideways. Absolutely ridiculous. It's like, you know, when I was going out. What is FinTrack? Tell me about that. Uh, So FinTrack is a money laundering. Hold on. I'll just pull it. FinTrack. Okay. So Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Center of Canada. So prior to this, um, you could go into any banking institution, basically tell them who you are, and they would pretty much give you a bank account. The bigger ones are, you know, a little more iffy-stiffy. But the smaller ones were pretty loosey-goosey. They brought in FinTrack, and now they require banks, any financial institution, so banks, Bitcoin, credit card, if they have any sort of money going on that they process money in a banking fashion at all, they have to adhere to these fucking guidelines. And these people have to verify who they or who you are to make sure that you're not money laundering because if they don't verify you to make sure that you're not doing some sketchy shit with money and you do sketchy shit with money, then the government can come after the bank. So they force the banks to keep all of these records on you so that they can hand over to the government pretty much at any time because this is what the government of Canada does. This is what they just did with the firearms shit where they want the firearms people keeping all this information on you so that the government can, you know, come and get it anytime they want. They don't keep it in their databases. The bank has to keep it in theirs. Firearms right. have to keep it yeah, in theirs. Yeah. They're, they're going after the corporations to go after you. 
So in well, order to okay, get a freaking so, bank account, I huh? <laughs> I I'm gonna interrupt you because I I probably should get off of here and make that call. Um, but yep. I, but I will I will give you this thought. This is not at all advice or anything. It's just a thought, something to mm-hmm. consider. Yeah. Uh, every country on earth has its own banking system. Yes. That's, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> and, and and all of them would be happy to have any of your money. So <laughs> you might be able well, to. Well, if you wouldn't mind having a phone convo at some point this week to discuss the banking system <laughs> that we could, you know, happily let them have my money in their account. I, well, I don't, I'm I don't just know. Saying. I don't know. I'm just saying that you think Cameroon doesn't have a bank and their own tax law? Yeah. I mean. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, I'm just saying, you know, we, we could just have a discussion about the potentiality <laughs> or the possibilities or, you know, just, just shoot the shit and discuss ideas. We'll talk about it that way. Yeah, you know, ideas. Yeah, I like ideas. That. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Well, we'll talk later. <laughs> Sounds good. I got your I got your text with the fin fintech uh, link, so I'll check that Excellent. out at some point. Alrighty. Or I may not. I, I may just. You don't have probably to. Probably just going to take your word for it, <laughs> and then we'll have discussion sure. about that other thing some other time. But uh, thanks for letting me on your show tonight. Um, I hope somebody learned something that you know they can apply in their own life because a lot of these guys ultimately they break their own laws, and if you catch mm-hmm. them breaking their laws, the the the, the one of the coolest things that I've found to do is find out that is figure out that even if they didn't break that law, they broke another law. In other words, mm-hmm. with this agency, they were required to do something. So they must've done it. Right. And if they didn't, mm-hmm. they broke the law, but if they did, they based their shit on unprovable and absolutely bullshit things, which means they broke the law because they filed a false claim. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just catch these guys, no matter how you can, just catch them. But the, when you can get them in a – they did something, and w- whether it was right or wrong, <laughs> they're fucked, you know? And that's mm-hmm. that's where you just got to – pay attention, guys. There's, there's plenty of ways out there to get these guys, and mm-hmm. this is – we're, we're we're doing some real interesting shit. So, uh, and honestly, uh, if this if this goes, I will tell you this: if this goes to jury trial, Sam, um, you're gonna give us I a will, live stream link, right? <laughs> yeah, not sure. I was gonna, I wasn't gonna say that, but what I was gonna say is, if this goes to a jury trial. The, the award's going to be a lot bigger, and I, I will buy you a tractor. <laughs> I'll buy nice! you your own big-ass tractor. How's that? <laughs> Ooh, I'll start shopping for second-hand tractors. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. Because <laughs> if, 
if we get a $10 million judgment, I get a million dollars of that. And, and if I spend $750,000 of it on your tractor, I'd be happy with the 250 I had left. Oh, I'm fucking looking at like 2000 to 5000 homie, not 750 We're good. Oh, Jesus. No. Look bigger, girl. I mean, I'd be, I'd be much happier spending only $500,000 on a tractor. But if you chose a $750,000 tractor and all I had was a million bucks, I'd take my 250 and give you your tractor. I mean it. So let me let you go. <laughs> Just keep being awesome, and I appreciate you, okay? Sounds good. Love you, bud. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, okay, guys. I think I am also going to head off for tonight because I have got a bunch of stuff that I need to do. I've got to start working on website stuff, farmer's market stuff. I have got uh, a compounding list of things that I need to get done here. It's been a wild ride this last week. We're doing a bunch of stuff around the house um, with some shaping up the house. I got myself a little rundown camper that somebody was going to burn and I managed to save it and half strip it and clean it up so I could have a workshop over winter for my for my tanning and things. Yeah, it just if anybody's listening and watching, just letting you know that I've got... Um, Skins from rabbits, um, from some folks who sell rabbit meat, and a bunch of other skins and stuff on the way that we are in the process. I am in the process of getting a lot of workshops set up for in order to do tanning um, and then subsequently make things like mitts and moccasins and poops and things like that going forward that it's going to be straight from the bush or from the backyard to your your skin and it's all going to be hand done so you guys can stay updated with that i've also getting my jewelry website up and running so you guys can definitely i will get that launched and available for you guys in the very very near future that if you want to support me and anything that i do um please buy my jewelry um that needlework though um check it out join my group um, join the check out my indie cart, um, indiecart.com slash that needlework though I think it is and uh, me by buying the things that I create because a lot of the things that I create especially things like crystal necklaces they are one of the one of a kind oh excuse me got a hiccup there one of a kind each crystal necklace or each stone necklace are hand crocheted free handed so absolutely no item is going to be the same as anybody else's item on this planet. Um, it, it's definitely, definitely interesting and beautiful. So I'm going to head out and I will talk to you guys again next week. I'm going to talk to Rod and we're going to start talking about permaculture things. I'm going to see if he got the book and uh, we'll start going over some stuff. Okay. Have a very happy Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye.